Hi, this is Emily with All Points Natural Health Podcast. Welcome back. Today I am with Rosanna from Positive Culture, a local business here in Lafayette. And today we're going to be interviewing her and what type of business she has. She has a business of fermenting beverages and different types of foods such as sauerkraut, kimchi, pickles, and all that good stuff. So welcome, Rosanna. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. Um, so you're, you have a fermentation lab here in Lafayette where you ferment all kinds of good stuff. Where are you located at? Our business is located on North Bertrand. Our physical address is 1605 um, North Bertrand. A lot of people think it's Bertrand, which goes to the post office, but North Bertrand is a short street between Eras Landry and Cameron. It's the old part of Bertrand. Awesome. And so it's not really like an actual business where people go sit. It's more so where they pick up all the ferments that you make or how does that work? It's actually, uh, we have a state approved kitchen. So what we make there, we pretty much make for wholesale, but we do have a retail outlet at the farmer's market on Saturday mornings at the horse farm at Monkless Park. Uh-huh. And also on Wednesday afternoons, we have a small indoor farmer's market where if people want to stop by at that time to pick up ferments, they can. Awesome. So you have your own farmer's market at your location as yes. well on Wednesdays. What time on Wednesdays? Uh, from 3 to 5 right now in the wintertime since okay. it gets dark so early in the summertime, right. we had extended hours. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Have you had a good outcome with that? We have. Gives yeah. people an opportunity to pick up products instead uh, of waiting till Saturday. Yeah, no joke. I haven't gone yet. I need to go. <laughs> I've been wanting to go because I know that it's been over there. That's pretty cool that you're doing that. It's just opened up more opportunity for people to buy more local and just like it's all locally crafted so you know that it's good quality, you know what you're getting and that kind of thing. So that's awesome. What? So tell everybody what fermented food is exactly for those who don't know what it is and what inspired you to start doing this. Fermented foods um, is actually an ancient method of preserving foods for long-term storage. Uh, During the process of fermentation, a substance called lactic acid is encouraged to proliferate and that acts as a natural preservative for foods. Mm -hmm. And not only does lactic acid preserve the foods in the process of fermentation, enzymes remain intact and are multiplied. Vitamins are also multiplied, especially B and C vitamins will be higher in a fermented um, vegetable than in its raw state. And also during this transformation, probiotics are developed. Right. So it's just a boon for um, digestion and for the immune system. Right. And I know whenever I first got into natural health, that was one thing that was huge for me was I started drinking kombucha and eating sauerkraut and it like it seriously made such a huge difference in how my healing process was so it's it, and it's it's really tasty too like when you first do it you're like oh i don't know what is this right <laughs> but once you start drinking you actually start to crave it and it's actually really good i remember i went to a store and i bought a um I don't know what the brand name was, but it was an off-brand kombucha or whatever. And I remember it was so sugary. And then I bought yours from, I think it was from Sandra's. And it was like a world of a difference. Like, even in the way I felt, I didn't feel as, um, 
I don't know, out of it, I guess you can say, drinking yours? We do use a lower amount of sugar in our kombucha. That's I wanted good. to make a healthy beverage, but kombucha needs sugar to help it ferment. Right. But I didn't feel like that much sugar was necessary. I agree. I agree. I guess they do it because most people that buy it in store are used to sugary drinks. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> but all that sugar is not necessary. It's not good for you. No. Right. Too much sugar is not good. But once the kombucha, so the sugar that you use, I guess the kombucha kind of eats it up before you actually. Well, right. Put it out. Um, you need to use a certain amount to get a good ferment, and so we have our kombucha lab tested. Even with that low amount of startup sugar, it came back with the right amount of probiotics. Mm -hmm. And then once we add other um, herbs to it or fruit juices, we have a device in-house where we check the bricks or the level of sugar mm -hmm. and we keep it below 4%. We It's usually 36 to 3.8% was just pretty low. And that's for a six ounce serving. That's pretty low for a kombucha. Right, now, so I guess I'll address this question first is like, so if you, for people who are sensitive to alcohol, people who are maybe have a passive alcohol and they kind of want to stay away from it, or even if it's a religious belief, is the alcohol content in here something to be concerned about? Like, would you say that it's something even amounting to the amount that would be in a beer or something like that? How do you... Actually, that's kind of a personal uh, preference because I know I have customers with past alcohol. Mm-hmm abuse problems that like the kombucha and mm -hmm. feel fine drinking it and right. we have other customers who would rather not their problem either was more severe or they're concerned about it even though uh, we are required by the state to keep our kombucha at the legal limit which is half a percent right. point five, mm -hmm. and um, it's safe for children to drink okay and something else along those lines, um, when we eat sugary foods, our bodies digest the sugar and turn it into alcohol as it ferments in our digestive tract. So the yeah. kombucha and other fermented foods are considered a pre-digested food, which um, the pancreas likes. The pancreas doesn't have to work as hard. So sometimes alcohol, former alcoholics have sugar cravings and it's their body wanting that alcohol, which their body's turning those sh the sugar they're ingesting mm -hmm. into alcohol, and they don't even realize it. So right. I might be getting off subject a no. little bit, <laughs> but your body turns sugar into alcohol when it ferments or breaks the sugars down in your body. Hmm. So you're getting it even though you're not drinking kombucha. Right. So the low amount in our kombucha is, again... Um, it's low It shouldn't be a concern to people who I, I personally don't drink alcoholic beverages, mm -hmm. but I do enjoy my kombucha. Right. right. Okay. That's an interesting way to put it because that was yeah. something that we were unsure about too is the alcohol content, but that's good mm -hmm. to know. That yeah. makes a lot of sense that your body naturally ferments food anyway. Right. So and it's is... a great way to get your probiotics. You need that fermentation in there somewhere. Yes. That's how probiotics develop in your food and the... Right benefits um, during fermentation there's other substances that are formed uh, some organic acids and one of them is called glucuronic acid 
it helps your liver to detox. Mm. So without that fermentation, the sugar, the small amount of uh, alcohol that's developed, again, we do keep it low. Of the less sugar you add, the less chance you have of the alcohol right. fermenting. Um, you're getting so many other benefits. Right. So the one that you buy from the store probably has more alcohol than yours No, would. not really. One of the reasons uh, they can add that much sugar and not and still keep their alcohol level low mm -hmm. is the pH is super low, almost to a vinegar mm. consistency. <laughs> and once you add sugar to vinegar, it's not going to form alcohol. Ah, okay, I see. And it, it does taste... More, very vinegary. Yes, the acetic acid's very <laughs> yes. low in a yes. lot of the more commercial brands. And they may have to do that because they have a longer shelf life uh, because they're shipping across the country. Mm -hmm. The smaller a business is like ours, it's easier to control all that. Right, which is why it's best to buy local. <laughs> it's always best to buy local. Yes, yes. absolutely, because you know exactly what you're getting. You know where you're and getting you're it from. supporting the local economy. Yes. We, we pay local taxes, uh, right. both city, uh, parish, and, and state, and we hire local um, people, and right. you're just supporting local. That's good. Like, yeah. Local's always good. Yes, I agree. I think that's a great thing. Yes. Well, that's interesting. I'm learning from this. That's so cool. <laughs> and what type of products do you offer besides kombucha and sauerkraut? Many different fermented vegetables, whatever's in season. So last year, a local biodynamic farmer had lots of kale. We took that kale and I added um, kimchi mm -hmm. spices and made a wonderful kale kimchi. Wow. Um, Inglewood, one of the farms just north of here in Sinlaw, had an abundance of red daikon. Mm -hmm. red, fermented daikon is a powerhouse of nutrition. I yes. got so many. I fermented them and they are absolutely delicious. Oh, so wow. we have fermented red daikon. Uh, whatever comes along, there's also a young man um, that sells um, mushrooms and mm -hmm. he had an abundance of oyster mushrooms and I fermented mm -hmm. those and people just loved them. Oh, I bet. Um, you can just take, take a, a normal vegetable, whether it be uh, a root crop or a, a green vegetable, something from the broccoli family. Uh, you can even ferment fruits, but you do need to be careful with the alcohol. With that, fruits, right. fruits do better with being made into a chutney with maybe Indian spices, Eastern Indian spices. Mm -hmm. But um, I also make a dairy-free um, cream cheese oh, really? and a dairy-free yogurt. I make it out of organic cashews. I did not and know that. To do that, uh, you need an inoculant. Mm -hmm. I use either kefir culture, even though I call it yogurt, um, <laughs> or with the cream cheese, I use sauerkraut juice to inoculate it. Really? Yes, and um, people love it. I also make a tiger yogurt where mm -hmm. I add the turmeric and ginger and black pepper for antioxidant people who want their antioxidant boost right. and uh, people who are intolerant to dairy it gives them an the alternative option. yeah that's so cool that's yeah. good to know I don't eat dairy so that that would be something cool that I might want to try that's good that would be awesome because right now I eat almond cream cheese and I just buy it from the store but I didn't know you did that yes. <laughs> so yes. good to know yes I do that's so cool okay well that's so interesting and then um so can anyone eat or drink ferments? Is there a type of population that should stay away from it? 
Well, in this day and age, we have um, been exposed to food that our bodies don't really recognize, uh, the highly processed foods, um, and we may have damage to our digestive tracts. Fermented foods can cause a histamine reaction, mm -hmm. and it's really sad that the foods that are most beneficial for us that we have weakened digestive systems that aren't able to eat them. So what right. one needs to do is probably uh, find a good dietitian who knows about healing the digestive tract, and mm -hmm. then slowly and gradually as the digestive tract is healing, add small amounts of fermented foods in. Mm -hmm. it, it can be done. Um, the way I got started in fermenting foods and beverages was I was one of those with damaged uh, digestive um, track and problems and right from time to it will be a lifelong challenge for me because of the damage I've had and uh, actually ended up losing part of my digestive tract. Mm -hmm. They thought it was cancer it wasn't so um, again I will always be challenged and from time to time I do need to um, cut back on my fermented foods. Mm -hmm. What is it I'm eating that's causing this? Oh I'm eating too much whatever I don't want to Right. Um, right now, admit <laughs> uh, maybe a certain times of the year, too many sweets or right. um, other foods that are um, more difficult to digest that can cause the histamine reaction to right. pop up. And right. then I, I, I know what to do because I've been down that road before, do a little elimination diet, drink a lot of bone stock, um, mm -hmm. just eat a lot of foods that are not processed, just simple, absolutely delicious foods. There's, right just some good healthy meat from uh, grass pastured animals and some organic or local vegetables and some you're just good to go yeah just simple yeah, stuff just keep it simple get back to, to <laughs> the, the way our ancestors ate the yes. basics and um mm -hmm. it'll reverse itself yes and that's actually where i've been ever mm -hmm. since having my first daughter millie um, my digestive tract took a little toll just because my passive ulcerative colitis yes. and so I noticed that I was very sensitive to fermented foods with the histamine mm -hmm. response so that's something that I'm still working on and now going into my second pregnancy still a lot of work has to be done there but I know that eventually it'll be nice to get back on that track and you know because I do yes. enjoy fermented it makes a huge difference in how you feel yes. it makes your food so like tasty <laughs> it I don't know it's just fun well, you know, I've also found, and I wasn't expecting this, um, I like to eat, and so I, <laughs> I have had a weight problem from time to time over the years, and I, when I first started making and eating my own fermented foods, I realized it curbed my appetite for yeah. cravings. I, well, this is great. Yeah. It, Could, because yeah. it satiates you. Yes. You're getting more vitamins and minerals. Yeah. And the enzymes in the probiotic uh, fermented foods actually help you digest other foods so you're getting more nutrients out of the other mm -hmm. foods you're eating right and you don't need large amounts you just need small amounts yes which is what we're supposed to be eating right. yes i know but here in louisiana i think we <laughs> take that it. Yeah. we supersize it for sure well that's so cool and um let's see i'm trying to think there was one more topic that we wanted to discuss and you also offer classes right so yes, I haven't learn. offered any for a couple of years because moving out of my house with the business into a certified kitchen has taken a lot of time, effort, and yeah. time. And so um, 
this winter for the first time in over two years I will be offering a vegetable fermenting class which will include sauerkraut uh-huh. that'll be um, January uh, 21st which is a Tuesday and their evening classes from 5 30 to 8 p.m. at our food lab and I'm offering a kombucha class uh, February 4th which is also a Tuesday from 5 30 to 7 mm-hmm. so if anyone's interested they can contact you or uh, or us um, mm-hmm. our phone number is 337-296-9321 or I don't think we have this posted on our web page yet but um, go to r2positiveculture.com <laughs> One of those, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll find it somehow. Well, we're also on Instagram, R2 Positive Culture, and I'll be posting it on Instagram soon. Okay. Um, awesome. So that, that's a class people can go to learn how to ferment food. They don't just sit there and watch me do it. They actually take home their own fermented be- nice. beverages for the kombucha, or kombucha for the kombucha class and sauerkraut and another vegetable ferment for that class. They, nice. It's hands-on. That's so cool. Yes. And I know my husband actually took that class before we met. Long so, time ago. Yeah, so whenever we got married, he's the one who actually showed me how to make kombucha and all that stuff. So it's so cool. Yes. And it's actually fun. You know, if it is. when you start doing it, like, and you do it with somebody, like, that you love, like, that was, like, what we did for fun. <laughs> I know that sounds so geeky, <laughs> but we did that for fun. We would ferment cabbage and carrots and... We made our own pickles one time. They didn't come out good, but we did ferment them, and then we did kombucha. And it was so it's just fun, it and is. it's good to get your kids involved in that too, because it lets them know how food was once preserved, and yes. it's so good because when they're doing it, they want to eat it too, you know. So it's it's really it's an amazing thing. It's pretty yes. fun. Very young children, it can actually help. Yes, and it's so easy and to they do. Love doing it too. Yes, and it's so easy. It really is so easy to ferment food. So anybody that's listening and that's interested, just know that the process is so easy and it it's, it, I mean, it's so good for you. You get so many benefits from it. Yes. It helps your immune system, your digestive tract, like you said, your liver to detox. Mm-hmm. It probably helps the skin if I had to guess. Um, so just all of that stuff. I mean, who would mm-hmm. want to do that, you know? Um, and then you also said you're certified with Oshners, is that right? We are partnered with Oshner's Eat Fit program. Okay. It's a program that recognizes dishes um, that are approved by FDA guidelines. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So for people who are looking for ways to improve their diet, mm-hmm. this is a program that's free to the public. They have a website mm-hmm. and... Um, you can go to certain restaurants and you see their little orange Eat Fit logo yes. on menus. Okay. And they have approved our fermented foods and awesome. kombuchas. I would hope so. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. So that's awesome. when you're when you're buying our products, uh, that's just another um, validation that you know you're doing the right thing because we're trying to do right. what's right for you. Right. Well, that's awesome. That's and what a an, an accomplishment for y'all too, mm-hmm. to get that and to see that you know on y'all's label. They that's actually, so cool. uh, it's the Eat Fit program actually needed uh, to ask Oshners to develop a new category for us because. Mm-hmm. Sauerkraut, kimchi, and other fermented vegetables are really considered a condiment. 
Right. And they didn't have a co a category compliment. Oh. So well, look at y'all go. So y'all are <laughs> opening up new doors. That's so cool. Well, we, one of the reasons we had to do that is because salt is used uh, to help preserve right. the fermented food. And mm -hmm. uh, many people with health issues, um, their doctors recommend maybe they cut back on salt. Right. But um, <laughs> so if you use the just a couple tablespoons of a fermented food, that can actually be your seasoning for the rest of right. what you're eating uh, for a meal. And so a condiment that they it needed, fit. they needed yes. a condiment category. Yeah, it so fits more than that. It works. Yes. yes, well that's awesome. And we always use um, the better salt. We don't use salts that have been refined, which where the minerals are stripped and then additives are added back in, which are hard, um, bad for your thyroid. We use a Himalayan salt or oh, a Celtic sea salt, which yes. is very high in minerals and helps the body. Absolutely. Yes, well, digest food. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Definitely. As you that's already awesome. know. Yes. <laughs> Salt actually helps with the uh, manufact your body manufacture enzymes. That's really cool. I know. That's amazing. The right kind of salt. Yes, the right the kind, right of, kind salt. of salt. Of course. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I know whenever we go to restaurants, I just stay away from the white salt for know. sure. I know. <laughs> I try to like, I know it sounds crazy, but I'll bring a little thing of my own salt. I have a little wooden salt box. <laughs> I bring my own salt. Well, I'm yes. not the only crazy one. I'm no, sure I get looked at crazy. But There's hey, a lot of us out there. You got to do what you got to do mm -hmm. for sure. That's a whole nother podcast for I, sure. It sure is. But um, I, I think that's all the questions that I have for you. Is there anything that you want to conclude with or say before we kind of close it? Just one thing. If you're new to fermented foods uh, like I was, I did grow up eating sauerkraut, but we canned it. So it killed all the enzymes, probiotics, mm -hmm. but it was still delicious. And then I realized right. uh, later on in life that um, you should eat your fermented foods in their still raw state. So if you go to the store and you say, well, okay, I'm, I'm gonna try this sauerkraut, and you go to the shelf-stable products mm -hmm. where they've been canned, you really might wanna avoid that. It's still a good food. It's better than a Snickers bar. Oh, right. don't tell Mars I said that. <laughs> but um, go to the refrigerated section and find a fermented food yes. that is still um, unpasteurized. Right, and kept cold. Yes, mm -hmm. and uh, the other thing is give yourself time. You may not like it. Um, some brands I don't even like. I've tried every brand that shows up. Mm -hmm. I just want to taste it. And there's a big difference in the taste factor. Um, and there's also a difference in how some of these uh, fermented foods are processed. One of the main national brands, I talked to a microbiologist who personally tested this brand that's been sold for years and years, didn't have very many probiotics in wow. their sauerkraut. That's crazy. And so I don't know how you get around that. Um, but we ferment at a minimum of four weeks, which assures the maximum amount of probiotics. Mm -hmm. um, so just give yourself time to learn how to enjoy the taste. Don't just eat it by itself. Sauerkraut is absolutely delicious with an egg for breakfast. Oh, yes. That's and all cool. you need is a tablespoon or two. Yes. Or with a meat dish. And um, just gradually just think about it and include it in your diet and yeah. just make sure you get several servings a week and yeah. uh, it's not the large amounts at one meal it's the the consistency right that and makes that, sense make it simple make it easy give yourself time to to learn to like it right remember to eat it yes <laughs> it's so easy to do just a little bit every day yeah just a small small amount that's all it takes because it's so loaded with nutrient 
that's all it takes that's so cool that's what i like about it it doesn't take much so it's very cost effective too you know it's not expensive it's a quick salad if uh we're in a hurry we need to go somewhere i can just whatever uh warm up a bratwurst and put a little sauerkraut with it and some rye bread or if you can eat bread um it's a quick meal yes that's my salad yeah and it's so easy and it's so good for you (laughs) so good for you quick and easy it's raw right has the enzymes already made that's awesome has a long shelf life at least a year right that's awesome so yeah all around fermented foods are just a great thing great thing well rosanna thank you so much for coming here today and thank you for taking the time to explain all that i appreciate it um and this is all points to natural health podcast this was rosanna with positive culture and i'm emily and we look forward to seeing you next time have a good one